What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wednesday show. Welcome to the review of the boys. I'm so chemical. This is I see things a little differently. Please leave us a five star rating on Spotify. Follow, subscribe. If you're on if you're on SoundCloud, repost, share, Apple Podcasts, leave a review. Um, this is going to be one that I just super excited for. Um, as you guys, as, as I've been saying, you know. This is what I wanted to watch, you know, this is the, I think the one show going into this year, the one TV show, once Secret Wars, or Secret Invasion, excuse me, got pushed back until next year, I was like, oh, this is the show I want to see, um, I, here's the thing, I love the comic, but for as much as I love the comic, Garth, Garth and his, his, his hatred for superheroes, uh, he triples down on it, right, uh, Kripke and Rogan and the writing team, they have tripled down on just evolving these characters beyond just uh, superhero parodies and beyond just the gore and stuff. Like, this is, in my opinion, this is the best season they've done. Um, and they've still been integrating the source material, but doing it in their own way. And for as crazy as this, as this show is... This season was all about fathers. If you think about it, all about family. Um, whether it was Butcher having an insight into uh, what Becca said in season two, wow, Huey's really good for you. Huey reminds me of your brother. Like, even though they never met, like she just hearing the story from Butcher probably. And so you're seeing these flashbacks, and you're seeing Huey who just believes in Butcher and the good in Butcher, and. Um, you're seeing how he's still struggling with the the weight of being his parental figure, and how his father handled things, and he handled things the same way, which is a terrible way to handle things. Um, Homelander looking for that family, looking for that love, and um, once he thinks he gets rid of one father figure that he doesn't like, he gets a, no, a new father figure that that's disappointing in him. Um, we see him turn to the dark side from Ryan, the son of uh homelander uh we we see queen Maeve um make essentially the ultimate sacrifice we see jensen heckles who has <laughs> been a supernatural then the voice for batman and he plays soldier boy on here like i love how they've taken these characters and evolved them like example right i can't like i thought uh stan edgar was the original character they took him from another character and that's the one thing they've done really good at is like Victoria Newman is a was a player of Victor Newman, but like they've taken him to where it's like unrecognizable from the source material. Like Soldier Boy, I'm very aware of Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy is the most pussified character on the boys, like legitimately in the comics. Homelander just had his way with him, and to take him and make him this like super threat, like the first soldier. Like, it's one of those things that's just real fascinating to me. Um, obviously, of hero gasm. I, I will say this. This season was kind of interesting to me because the first, like, the, how Amazon Prime does it, in case you guys don't know, they drop the first three episodes on the first week of premiere. Then after that, it's one episode a week, so you, so you get to eight episodes. I want to say, up until, once you get to hero gasm, which was, I think, episode six, 
like I was dodging spoilers like crazy. It was bananas how I was just do dodging them after that. Then all of a sudden you have clips on YouTube and I can watch the clips because out of context, I don't know what's going on. But I still just wanted to go into it fresh and know about it. Um, the, uh, Huey and uh, Butcher had temporary powers this in this season, um, which is a play. Excuse me. Yawning. Which is a playoff of the comics. Except in the comics, Butcher forced Huey to take the, the temporary V, which was hilarious in the comics. Um, and this was also about pe every, everyone's side story. Um, I felt like I got enough time to breathe. Um, Frenchie's side story was interesting because I guess it was supposed to say that he's standing up for himself now, but it feels like that's not over. It feels like Lil Nina, who is actually based off a comic, is a man though. Um, it feels like that's far from being done. Then you had Kimiko, who dreaded having her powers and then learned to embrace them. And I was like, okay, I did... I'm a nitpick here. I did not like that as her part of her as her thing, but I think she had to go through realizing, like, because if you think about it, she she realized that she had to help that she wanted that she that's why she had her powers was to help. I, I just feel like her character is, uh, I believe, is so important to the boys, so important to Frenchie especially. But I truly believe like the dynamic they have with the boys. It's nothing better when they're all than the, when they're all together. That's why I liked how the season three ended. I, I I've actually been told that people didn't like how season three ended. And I'm all over the place. I'm gonna be all over the place. Um, as I start writing notes and everything, I said, man, I just want to enjoy the show. You know, so I'm gonna probably, probably leave some stuff out. Let me tell you guys something. If Anthony Starr is not getting an Emmy nomination at least for his portrayal of Homelander, I don't know what good television is. He was clearly born to play this character that is just... I, I saw him in an interview. It was like a 10-second clip I saw. He said, I don't believe Homelander should ever be redeemed. He can't be redeemed, in my opinion. If you try to turn this guy into an anti-hero, that's, that's why I'm hoping, my hope, right, is that, because we already know it's been renewed for season four. My hope is they do five seasons and shut it down. Because I, I feel like you didn't go into that territory of wh where do you go next. Like in this season alone, legit, you could see he was still in love with Stormfront. Stormfront like was in two episodes, I believe. Um, boy, oh boy, did Ryan do damage to her. Jesus Christ, she looked terrible. Um, and you can see he still didn't agree with her ideals when she was like trying to say, hey, we're going to get the Aryans together. and blah, blah, blah. No, it's not what this is about. Like You, you could tell like she realized that she wasn't gonna he wasn't going to follow in the, the exact steps that he wanted that she wanted and also she wasn't she, she hadn't healed at all she she was just fucked like she lost an arm all this type of shit right and um she ended up killing herself in in the season so there's no more stormfront she bit her own tongue out or something like that i believe uh, it was off camera um but I, I feel like there is no redemption for him i feel like he and obviously, this whole season was a playoff Trump and the political landscape that we're going through right now and um, how Homelander makes people feel, same way Trump makes people feel. Um, so I'm just going to go through some highlights. Um, like, 
like Homelander was like he flew down on a roof. This chick's about to jump off, and he's like, "Oh, just just jump. I'm gonna save you anyway. It's gonna be good." Then all of a sudden, he sees on this big news board that Stormfront killed herself on his birthday, and he's like heartbroken because he's like, "How selfish is that?" Which is pretty fucking selfish. And he says, "No, now you're gonna have to show some follow through." He said, "You're gonna show follow through and jump off the." He made essentially. He murdered her by suicide. That scene was bananas. His speech at the end of episode two was, it was on point. Like, I'm better. I'm just better than all of you. Like, it was on point. Like, he like he had been being controlled, right? And, like, I remember when I first saw his speech, I said, I watched it back twice. I said, holy crap. He just took the power he lost and got it back. Before I ever saw episode three. And he did. But as the season went on, you see other people taking their power back as well. You see you see legit Annie going in, Starlight going in. He's like, what do you think you're going to go? <laughs> yeah, right. You're going to do this. You're going to do it. He's like, no, I'm not afraid of you anymore. What you're going to do is you record him. But you see everybody take their strength and their power back. It was, he took it back early because he lost it in, last, in their last season. He took it back early. So he took it back in episode two, three, four, five, six. And then all of a sudden, episode seven, everyone's kind of like, you have Huey using the analogy of not understanding strength, but seeing his, but when he thinks about it, he saw, he said his father was strength. His father was there going through the hardest time of his life, but he had to be strong for him. So he saw, finally saw the strength that he thought he was missing. And so, like, you see Huey's journey, and, and I can understand Huey's struggle. Like, him and Victoria Newman were close, you know, friends. And, like, you see that she's a soup, and then you're like, wow, then she's a soup that blew up Congress. Like, I can't wait to see, because once he left the office, if you guys haven't watched it, or if you, or if you have not caught up yet, or whatever, or if you have watched it, if you notice, there was not another scene with those two in it. Victoria Newman spoke to Starlight, not him. I can't wait to see what happens when they come back together because she's going to be in the White House by the time we... Because they skipped a year. So now we're going to see another six, seven months skip and she's going to be in the White House as the vice president. Like, powerful, which means Homeland is more powerful. But Billy the Butcher has nothing to lose. He's on borrowed time. So, um... You kind of see that story arc go. Then you see uh, the story arc of M.M. and you see how Soldier Boy has haunted him his entire life. And you see him take his strength back. You see Frenchie, you see Kimiko, you see all these people take their, their, their strength back. And I'm just sitting there like, man, this was powerful. And I, I know some people weren't too keen on the Frenchie and Lonina stuff. I could have kind of done without that, but it felt like that was the catalyst to get them to Russia more so than anything else. Um, but she could be a problem for Frenchie in the future. He might have to kill her. Even, in, in my opinion, no, I think this is leading up to I think we're down the road. I think this is more season five type stuff. Everyone's going to turn on Homelander to kill him. Everyone's going to have to. Everyone's going to have to team up to kill him. I see it in A-Train right now. A-Train's tired of being treated like the neighborhood bicycle and just disrespected. Like, you, you kind of see the the, the the building blocks. Like, A-Train has nothing to lose now. No, Blue Hawk, uh, he killed him. And now Blue Hawk, he now he has Blue Hawk's heart, heart a fresh heart, where he can race with it. Oh my God, that's fucking bananas. But you can kind of see 
Now he has nothing to lose. He, he lost his family because he made he, he murdered somebody out of frustration. And his it's here's my thing, right? It's always his brother had a point, but I want to do it the right way. It's easy, always easy to say let's do it the right way, but he's not staying side by side with Homelander. At the same time, he also doesn't have the struggles that he has. Like he's he's a train's living a charmed life. People are getting his food. People, he's, his bills are paid. Like he doesn't have to start from ground zero. It's it's a, it's a hard, hypocritical dynamic that you have to put up with. Going back to being a regular person, air quotes, air quotes, you can't even do air quotes. Um, but yeah, I thought the season was powerful, man. A train was trying to go back to his roots. He had this ugly ass suit on for like four episodes of African. It was terribly ugly. It was ugly. Um, Ashley becoming the boss and making some tough decisions that may come back to haunt her um, as it, there was footage of Maeve being helped up and Maeve being alive and Ashley erased it without Homelander knowing or Homelander might know, but that just wasn't a good look. Um, Queen Maeve's story arc coming to an end um, and her saving the boys, essentially. Her, because... When Soldier Boy is released, Soldier Boy has powers where it's like it's like a it's like kind of like a power taking bomb. I don't know the exact verbiage for it because this is completely different from the comics. But essentially, whenever if he ever blasted you and you took a direct hit from him, he took it, it took your powers away. You were no longer a soup. And so Maeve, like he, and if, imagine if you're not a soup, it'll just kill you. This is a bomb. So Maeve sees this. Maeve and Homelander are having a fight. At the, end, at the end, I loved how there was two different fights going on. You had Homelander, who's trying to join the fight against Soldier Boy, and Maeve like saying, "No, me and you are. It's time for me and you to fight." He's like, "Maeve, we don't have time for this." And then they end up getting into a huge fight. She loses her left eye in it, thanks to Homelander. Meanwhile, the boys, Kamiko, Starlight, and Co, are fighting Soldier Boy, and so um, you end up seeing Annie's powers evolve as well, as uh, Huey has a, a, a choice: either get on Compound V, knowing it'll kill him for 24 hours after 24 hours, or just think of his a way to help out his girlfriend. And so he he cuts all lights up in the studio, and you see her powers evolve, and she flies, or she's have levitating at least, and she hits uh, Soldier Boy with a huge blast, and that's when um, everybody covers him up. They're putting try to put him to sleep or whatever. It's not really working. Maeve makes the ultimate sacrifice to sacrifice herself and her powers and her life in order to get rid of Soldier Boy. And this was just, and, and this was this was stuff the entire time, because essentially the entire season she was saying, yeah, you know, heroes don't exist, which is like, all right, you, but you're gonna make the ultimate sacrifice then. You're going to be a hero. Um, her and Butcher had connection. They slept together one time. Um, and it's one, but she ends up, but she ends up with Elena. Um, and so that's what she ultimately wants, obviously. Um, so her arc came to an end. Um, the deep, I'm not like, the deep is there, obviously, for comic relief. I could do without his scenes, though. Honestly, I, 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 but I get why he's there. I get why he's there. he's there to do dirty work. That's how Victoria Newman ended up on a ticket. He killed the vice president, and um, then you see the end of Black Noir, the most trusted teammate of the seven of Homelander and just crazy to me how um 
you saw the, you saw the, you saw the, you saw it coming. Like you saw, like he was scared, Soldier Boy. So he knew Soldier Boy was Homelander's father. Homelander does not appreciate secrets, and Homelander had to kill him. And you see how much it hurt Homelander to take him, take him away. He even told the Deep and Ashley and uh, A Train to, to to their face, "Hey, he was worth more than all of you guys," and you know it. So it had to hurt him to do it. Um, he didn't have to, but I mean, he did it. You know, he's an emotional guy. Homelander is. Um, what what else are we talking about? What else are we talking about here? Um, Butcher's leadership was trash. He he sends Ryan away. Um, Janine, the daughter of MM, her stepdad. It, it reminds me of so many guys who they would hear Trump say some racist shit and be like, "No, nah, it's not racist. That's just that's just the kind of the kind of empowerment we need." And blah blah blah. Like he, you, you just see the the the, the confidence that he ex- that he exudes once Homeland is around. And Homelander, in the very last scene of the season, literally kills a civilian on camera, and people are cheering him because he got booed. I was like, "Wow, that's going to be a problem for another day." Obviously, um, I don't know. I think everyone played the roles that, that they need to play. Um, Starlight quit being a part of the Seven's in shambles. First of all, the Seven is completely in shambles. So I'm assuming. Starting next season, we're going to see a bunch of new seven, seven members. But Starlight quit, publicly quit, after orgasm, orgasm on Herogasm. And, um, and, and she's, she's officially with the boys now. Um, the boys are stronger together. And this was the point I was making earlier, was when you kind of saw them all going their separate ways in the season two, I was like, man, they did, they did that in season one, too. You know, home, I mean, uh, Butcher went his went his way, and he was trying to be a leader. But I said they need to stay together, and it, it looks like they are. Because once they seen on the news that Victoria was going to be president, Billy the Butcher said, "Well, that bitch has to go," and I agree one hundred and ten percent. She has to go. And, uh, and, and on to Starlight for a second. People speaking about people building their strength, like all season long, you didn't see her really use her power. She used it on Huey one time. And she would threaten it, and then you would hear Homelander or Victoria Newman say, you know how that ends. But with Victoria Newman, that's not true. She needs her eyes in order to do it. Now, she was teasing it because she had used a little bit of her power to make her nose bleed. But, like, if Starlight doesn't, like, show her eyes, she could blind her, which then she can't use to see anything. And she could just keep hitting her. Um... But you see her not backing up, her getting her strength in the end, which was, I think, the most important thing. Uh, Jensen Heckles, he did a fantastic job as a heel. Um, he's not dead. He's just, uh, I think he's with the CIA, right? Under lock and key. Grace now um, has lost Ryan. So as you're going to see, I think you're going to see her do a little bit more in season three. Um, Ryan's kind of going to the dark side. He smiled when he saw his father kill somebody and people cheered him. The goal is clearly for season two. I will say this was interesting. Sorry. Uh, I I love this, how this universe is not broken now. How you how you have the bad guys just coming to the good guys and talking to them. Like in the first season, no, in the second season, it was A Train who found uh, Huey and Starlight. It was like, hey, what's up, dipshits? I think it's episode one where Homelander just 
is on the porch of uh, fucking, uh, where's episode two? It's episode one. He's just on the porch of uh, Butcher. Say, hey, can I come in? He's like, yeah, sure. And he's like um, presenting him with these options. And Butcher's like, why don't you just laser me get this fucking over with? He's like, that's not, that's not part of the sport. And you see, I, and the thing that to me is, I don't think Homelander wants to kill any of them. They want to kill him, but he doesn't want to kill any of them. Like you could tell he's just he, you, you could tell he genuinely just wants to be left alone, but he's such a bad whatever he is. He's such a bad alien human being, whatever you want to call it. He has to be stopped, right? And like you hear them set it up. He says, "Hey, we, we need to have something going on to where it's just one of us." And my first thought was, "Damn, that's kind of deep right there." You know, like we both know only one of us can survive this. And I just feel like that's just what it is. But I love how the superheroes and the heroes, the superheroes and the villains, excuse me, just can't always meet up and they always have these random conversations because they're in the same group. And with Huey dating a soup when she was in the seven, like it's, it's impossible for him to not see them, you know? Um, Soldier Boy essentially knew he was betrayed in, in Russia. So he went back and killed his old teammate, except for Black Noir. His, his son did that. Um, but it's one of those situations where I loved the, the I didn't know where they were going with this because I kept seeing like articles and I didn't read anything on purpose. I, I wish I, I would have them up a little bit longer. But you kind of see the dynamic of Soldier Boy and how to me that's where he's different than Homelander. He doesn't need adulation or respect. You know, he can beat you up and be like, all right, that's enough for the day. You're taking enough. Homelander needs it. So anyways, I thought it was a strong season. I'm, I was all over the place. I'm sure I forgot some stuff. I thought it was all good stuff. I didn't think there was any... I, I don't think I've had... Out of 24 episodes that's happened, uh, three seasons, I don't think that there's been a time where I've sat back and been like, man, that was kind of filler right there. I just don't think they could afford to do it, honestly. $8 million for each episode. Like I don't think they can admit it at all. But I thought it was a strong season of the boys. I appreciate it. I loved it. Um, I was very happy to see it. So that is your review of the boys. I give it a strong 9 out of 10. Um, and I, I truly believe, I, I believe they can top this. I believe with the advent of Ryan now being a, a heel, they can top this. Because now what do you do? If to, in, order, in order to get the Homelander, you've got to get through a son. Man, that's going to be a hard task to do. Two super powerful troops just waiting for you to kill you. Ah. Anyways, that is the show for this week. Um, Next week, we have a special guest coming on. Um, I'll wait to hold her name. And when you see it, you guys will see it. You guys will check her page out. Super dope artist. Um, I'm glad she did an interview. Um, anyways, that, that's it, man. I hope you guys enjoyed the boys, and I hope you guys enjoy next Wednesday. I am So Chemical, and I am out.